0: You're listening to Finale, episode number 16, The Sopranos. Oh, and welcome to another edition of Finale, the podcast that revisits the series finale of a beloved TV show that at least one of us has watched. My name is Ron Richards.
1: I'm Carrie Angolia.
0: And we're back. We are. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you, sir.
0: Yes. And we're doing, uh, in the spirit of the recent 20th anniversary of the premiere of the legendary HBO drama, The Sopranos, here we are, episode 16, doing the Soprano series finale.
1: We like to be...
0: In the zeitgeist. In
1: the, yeah, hip with the kids.
0: <laughs> so uh, before we get into The Sopranos, stay tuned to the end of the show, because we're going to reveal the results of our audience poll from the last time. Remember after Newhart? Yes. We, we, it was Friends versus Seinfeld.
1: I know. You guys, you want to know.
0: What did you vote for?
1: Oh. Oh, I don't know that I've... Yeah. I don't think I voted. <laughs>
0: You're allowed to vote. You know, I the, know. I
1: just don't yeah. think I voted. I voted in, in the midterm head. elections. <laughs> I, I know how important that was, but I think I didn't vote in this one. All
0: right. Fair enough. Well, stay tuned to the end of the show. We're going to reveal the winner of that as well as an important programming note. Uh, but bef- but before then, we got a lot of TV to talk about because the Sopranos finale is probably one of the most famous series finales yeah, of all time. It's definitely
1: the most talked about series finale in my lifetime that, that that I remember in
0: our like yeah, adults. Our yeah
1: television watching lifetime
0: exactly so some quick facts about the sopranos before we get into our personal experiences with it uh, so the sopranos we are we, we did recently celebrate the 20th anniversary of the show it premiered on January 10th 1999 uh, so 20 years later it's 2019 uh, it ran for si- good
1: at math I am
0: good at math uh, it ended on June 10th 2007. And it ran for six seasons and 86 episodes. So I, I knew it was on for a while, but I didn't realize, like, 86 episodes is a lot of episodes. I just it's, It was a good it's a run. Lot
1: of, it's a lot of heavy a lot breathing of from Gandolfini. A
0: lot of breathing through his nose. Um, so the series finale itself is titled Made in America, and it was written and directed by the series creator David Chase, uh, and when it aired on HBO on June 10, 2007, it had 11.9 million viewers, uh, which was actually a 49% increase from the previous episode. Which- and it was the highest rated episode of both the sixth season and the fifth season.
1: Yeah, which leads me to believe that
0: A lot of people just tuned in for this. A lot
1: of people dropped off and then tuned back in to see how it (laughs) would end. see
0: how it ended. Oh, what a surprise they got. Yeah. Um, So, Carrie, what is your experience? What is your experience of The Sopranos?
1: So, here's the thing. I definitely watched this show.
0: Okay. Uh, The whole run?
1: And this is where it gets more complicated. Because in 99, I moved to Boston... And I lived there until, almost until... 2007. So for almost this whole run. I was in New York by then, but not by much. Maybe six months or something. Okay. I don't really remember watching TV during that time period of my life. I don't think we had cable. But I watched this show. So what I most remember is just watching it at my parents' house. When you come home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think there was binge watching then, but maybe there were reruns. Right. I don't know. I don't know how I did it. Okay. Because
0: I have a Swiss cheese memory. So that said, what do you know of The Sopranos? What is The Sopranos about?
1: Oh, well, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's so silly because there's so much... There's so much being talked about right now because of the 20th anniversary that right. it's like... so you've got some awareness It's kind of, of talked to death. It. Yeah. And nothing I can say is going to be interesting or adorable, but... That's
0: not true. I disagree.
1: Thanks. <laughs> but it's... A mob show with heart.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Right? The James Gandolfini is not just a, a mob guy. He also has depth and character and yeah. flaws and guilt and conscience and foibles. And he goes to therapy at a certain point And he has... You know, well, that was the whole—that was the, whole, that was the whole selling point of
0: the show. Was that it was a the first episode was he's a panic attack and goes to a therapist and yeah. and it's like the modern day mobster. You know, like we grew up on the Godfather and Goodfellas and all this stuff. The classic, but it's
1: right. He's got neuroses, but now, now yeah,
0: now it's the late '90s and he's going to go to a therapist to deal with his with his problems. And he has
1: specifically mother issues. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the the whole ensemble cast no. is really impressive in in ways that I am not particularly qualified to discuss. But so much so that they're like the most mocked, the most
0: like, yeah, like satirized, yeah, uh, yeah, made, made yeah.
1: satire of. And um, I mean, it, it was fascinating. I mean, for me, I'm not a anyone who listens to the show knows that I'm not into. People getting shot or killed or right. not super into violent shows. Um, this was a violent show, but also had all the dream sequence stuff and all like the complex intellectualizing of yes. emotions and you know it was it was layered.
0: Yeah, and it was it was interesting because as someone who you know now give me an opportunity to plug my other podcast. Uh, if you like, if you're like me and you like mob related, mafia related stories, I did another podcast called Goodfellas Minute, which you can go find at goodfellasminute.com com or just search iTunes or Spotify or whatever. It's all there. Um, but you know, love the movie Goodfellas. Love you know love the Godfather. Love this genre. And for me the Sopranos was the next big chapter in stories around this genre you know pretty much knocking Goodfellas off the the top of the heap yeah. as the go-to mob story of our generation yeah um, you know and it was it was dominant in the, subcul- in the subculture in the subculture the in pop culture for nearly 10 years you know like it was the gaps between seasons people were going crazy and they just want to know what was going to happen and and as evidenced by the crazy numbers this finale get so um, and,
1: and it it was also at a time where it was the highlight of HBO. It was cable, but we weren't into the streaming world yet. Right.
0: You know, it was Netflix a moment in time didn't and it,
1: like own all content and that's it, ever been made. And
0: HBO had been doing HBO started doing hour long dramas of this high high caliber production value with Oz a few years before that, and then this was like the next major entry and like a bigger hit than Oz ever was. Because this took over culture, like yeah, it was, yeah, it really it? did. And yeah.
1: and again, there's been ad nauseum reviews and discussions because it is the 20th anniversary. But I did recently read David Chase talking about how he just wanted to make a movie, right? And so someone talked him into making a series, but he wanted to make. A movie every episode, and he did.
0: And and that really laid the groundwork. Like we did, we talked about Boardwalk Empire a couple of episodes right. ago, and I said I loved it because every episode was like a movie. And yeah, so there you go. Um, yeah, so I watched the show from the get-go. I watched every episode. I, I was there every night, every Sunday that it was on. So I I was totally in it, boring. Um, but let's talk about the finale itself. Have you seen this finale?
1: Yes, and from
0: beginning end- to end, the whole thing, not just the last Correct. ten minutes. So you've seen the whole thing. Did you watch it on June tenth, two thousand seven?
1: Yes. You did. So like like some of those 11.9 million viewers, I had kind of dropped off at the, towards the last couple of seasons because I didn't have a television. It's and, not because
0: you wanted to know what the Russian in the woods was doing?
1: No. Okay. Because that's a
0: hot debated topic. <laughs> it's a
1: hot topic. Yeah. No, I had at that point I lived in Brooklyn and I didn't have a television and yep. um, I was doing other things. But I did watch this series finale on a date really yeah how did the date go it was fine
0: okay hmm
1: i mean it's a good show <laughs> it was a good show actually during the day we had gone to coney island so it was like a whole thing
0: oh all right i gotta in my game then apparently no no oh. you're i mean
1: <laughs> I, I knew this question was going to come up and i I thought about making something up, but I did watch it on a date. All right.
0: Interesting. We'll talk about that off air.
1: That's um,
0: fine. So so you've watched it. Of course I've watched it. So this is a rare instance of a TV show, beloved series finale, that we've both that watched. We both watched have said, you watched it since?
1: No. Okay. And for those of you who have seen it, and those of you who haven't, I won't spoil anything, I remember vividly the last, I don't know, minute, but I don't at all remember the full plot of the finale. All right. Like, going into it, we, we did happen to look up the name of the finale, and I was like, I don't know what that means. Made like, in America. It, doesn't, it didn't mean anything to me. It didn't jar anything. Yep. So for however many minutes, minus one, I'm going to be surprised. All right.
0: Um, I I don't think I've watched the full episode since it aired uh, on June 2007. Like, like I said, I've seen the last sequence a lot. Partaken in a lot of arguments and conversation around what the ending means we'll get to that but um it's been, i have an uh, opinion uh, well everyone has an opinion which is great so but we're gonna get to that so but first we got to watch it again
1: yeah so we're gonna watch this
0: I didn't even know where to begin there. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. So we just finished watching The Sopranos series finale, The Fade to Black, (sighs) for like 45 seconds of black.
1: So good.
0: Really? So
1: good. All right,
0: tell me why.
1: I remember feeling really tense, right? Like, that's what I remember about all of 2007, no, (laughs) of watching this series finale. And I wondered if I would feel that tension again revisiting it. Because as I mentioned earlier, I didn't remember a lot of the whole plot. And so it was interesting to go back and kind of see that. At the time, I don't think I really felt like it felt like a last episode until those last couple minutes. Um, But now going back on it, a lot of things are wrapping up. There's a lot of trying to tie up loose ends. It actually... Did a little bit remind me of Boardwalk in that way? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go visit this person in the hospital and try to figure out what the heck's going on with that.
0: It did try to. I mean, well, because what's funny is that aside from the last scene, which we'll get to in a moment, like you, I hadn't seen this episode in ages. And I just I had no recollection of anything that was going on. Yeah. So as we were watching it, the first 10 minutes or so was trying to remember what the season conflict was that was being resolved in this issue. Right. In, in this... In this in, episode. In this season,
1: in this episode, <laughs> in this episode.
0: sorry. The, the conflict that was being resolved in this episode, which was the whole war with Frank Vincent, who was Billy Batson good for Goodfellas, and that's where this episode picked up, was there in the midst of it. And not only did we get – in getting resolution to the season story arc and that war and everything, it gave us natural resolution to the series.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I had forgotten about – I don't know. Is that guy FBI? Who? The one he met in the car. Yes, the FBI agent who was feeding
0: him info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: I had forgotten that whole plot line, and that was really interesting. Yep. And – also, him meeting with his lawyer, letting him know that someone's. He's, he's he's Carlo gonna be Yeah, he's going to be indicted. He's going to be indicted. And, and that to me, it felt like a natural, yeah, natural summation of, of everything that was going on juxtapose that with the final scene. I mean I know we don't want to get there yet, but it was a really interesting juxtaposition.
0: Yeah. And what I what I think and you know, leading into the final scene, what I think was important was also the pacing of the entire episode. Because I really feel like this was one of the first series finales in recent years that happened that left people feeling unsatisfied. Oh, it was
1: so unsettled. So unsettled. Because
0: you felt as if it was the end of the show, it was the end of the thing, we're going to have a big, you know, whatever. And honestly, take out the last scene and they end this episode and say there's going to be another season. It just picks up another season, right? Right. Like It just goes on. Let's
1: review how many series finale tropes there were. Right. Um. mm, uh, none. Like, well,
0: except board, board, the Boardwalk Empire, going he visited Uncle Junior. Right. Like, like there was a bit of a trope of touching on. Ever visited Silvio? Visited, you know, everyone, like
1: everyone, everyone had, had their a moment, moment, had
0: a moment. Yeah. I mean, even that Chris, was left
1: even Christopher, right? Who
0: was long? Who was departed? Yeah, yeah, with the cat.
1: That was weird, but funny. <laughs> but funny yeah. again. Like I think it was a good example of the show. So we've we've talked about a number of shows at this point, and so many of them I feel this series finale needed to do so much work that it departed completely from what the show was all about. Right. And I think this series finale one of the reasons why it was so good is because it was exactly a Sopranos episode it
0: leaned into the show more yes. than anything like like, uh, like, uh, you know 30% of the show was him dealing with a- with Anthony his son with AJ oh what
1: a jerk right
0: yeah like and 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 that was part of the you know part of the show and even a little bit of a callback when they go to see, oh, his, son's, go to see the therapist his son's therapist and he's therapist.
1: like I had a difficult relationship with my mother
0: he starts going into it oh and his wife just looks at him
1: like oh please don't start with that this again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it it really did a good job of being a Sopranos episode. Yeah,
0: it, t- it, it reminded you of what The Sopranos was about and what made The Sopranos special. The idiosyncrasies of the characters, you know, Paulie Walnut's thinking the cat is, is haunted right. or the cat is the spirit of Christopher, right? And, you know, the, the therapy angle and the family angle and stuff like that, but all the while with the underpinning of a mob war and organized crime in the New York metro area. Oh, and, and the
1: hit that you know, we saw at the gas station was... Yeah. Brutal. Really brutal. Yep. Um, Which sets you up. They needed to do that. And I think they needed to do it as brutally as they did so that when the last scene happens, you have that in your head. As something that could possibly happen. Well,
0: because there could be retribution. So, like, so basically, they 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 have a uh, they have a ceasefire to the war. They have a meet. They have a sit down. They resolve everything. But then they realize that thing. Maybe things aren't as resolved as they are. they think as they, they thought, are. Yeah. They are staking out Oyster Bay, looking for Frank Vis- uh, Frank Vincent, who they got a tip that he's the FBI guy said he's got a tip that he's hanging out in Oyster Bay on Long Island, and they track him down and shoot him. And so now, as we you know you know from watching. Six seasons of The Sopranos and every mob movie, every action has a reaction. So you think that maybe, you know, did the killing of Frank Vincent end the war and now Tony's on top? Or is there someone lurking in the shadows? That uncertainty you're bringing into the diner with them into the last scene, right? Yeah. You know, and. Yeah. And so this is probably a good segue to get to the last scene.
1: Except that I do want to say before we do, a lot of gas stations in this
0: episode. Now, there was always a lot of gas stations on this. Were show.
1: there always a lot yeah, of gas yeah. stations?
0: What's really before? Actually, before 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 we get into the last the, the last scene, um, talk about a slice of twelve years ago. Yeah. Right? A lot of gas stations, a lot of flip phones. Yep. Right? So this is this is June 2007. So no shot and t- takes place in the winter. So shot in the winter of, it had to have been 06, 07. The iPhone comes out. Uh, I forgot when it was announced, maybe February 07. Oh, yeah. So it is not a smartphone world yet. No. Everyone's got flip phones and prepaids. He's like, let me call you from the prepaid. He said, Right, oh, right. Yeah. Um, and no
1: one's using Find My Friends.
0: No one you know, is using that. Um, and a lot of Bush, Al-Qaeda, yes. terrorism. Terrorism was a theme... Throughout the show, right. I mean, it, it was,
1: started in '99. Yeah, in
0: in the era, right in that in that time period. And it's funny because it's like you know we and there's an offhand Trump joke, you yes, know, which, which is very uh, small yeah, that didn't throwaway line didn't age very well. But um, or did or did yeah, who knows? But um, it was interesting in, in that as screwed up as the world is today. The, we've completely moved on from the stuff that was right. of date in that yes. show, which was yes. fascinating, I thought.
1: Yeah. It was it was interesting to revisit, especially through the eyes of privileged bratty children.
0: Right. True. So then you get to the last scene, which I feel like the slow pacing of the last episode laid the groundwork for the tension that the last scene comes in. Because, like you said, you, you're bringing in a level of expectation. Is there going to be retribution for that killing of Frank Vincent? And... Just the way the editing and the cuts and the So good. And 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 I forgot about the the analysis to death that everyone did. What does the guy with the Cub Scouts mean? And what does right. the couple in the booth mean? And like trying to find meaning from everything.
1: Right. And and, you know, is it the guy in the members only jacket? Is right. it, you know, the milkshake couple? Is it who's who is everyone in that scene, and what do they mean? What do they, and,
0: they represent, or whatever?
1: Is it really about giving you a perspective into how Tony has to be aware all the time, right. or is it something more?
0: Or is it something less?
1: Or is it something less? Is right. it just
0: that, that despite the machinations and the and the the drama, the high drama of the of the dangerous life he le- leads, the world goes on around him, right? right? You and, know, and and like, He's and not the center of the universe. Yeah. At
1: heifers, Hol- Hol- Holsteins, or whatever. Oh, yeah. he- he- or whatever. it is. Holsteins, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he puts t- a song on the jukebox, and he's just having a family dinner, which I think is the juxtaposition of just the madness of his life and the banality of everyone getting together to get onion rings is awesome, and the tension that they did with her trying to park the car. I mean, I would love to have seen that on paper. Right? How do you, as a creator, read that you know, and go, yeah, that'll work, right? Like, right. oh, and then we cut, and she's still parking. Like, you, there's I mean, no- that, that,
0: I, I forgot the the meadow can't parallel park jokes that went on for years after oh that. My god!
1: But I was like sweating. It was. I mean, I also feel that way when I parallel park. But but the tension was so amazing, and I thought they did such an incredible job of it. And right. I, I mean, I can't. I loved it then. Yeah, I love it and, now. And,
0: the, and, you know, and it's funny because I remember back to the, you know, the internet culture of the time, the overanalyzing, the picking, whatever. But, you know, the line that when AJ says to Tony is like, Rem- you know, remember what you remember said, the remember good the times. good times. Yeah. right?" That's a very denouement kind of, you know, like end of a series oh, kind of. You it, know. it like, is. Yeah. And it's yeah.
1: absolutely where you chalk it up, put it right up there with, with um, the office. And they're kind of yeah. like. The Monologues at the end. Eight hours
0: on the sea, share Oh share right. a square carpet, right? Right, yeah. like yeah. we'll
1: we'll make, you know, pinnable gifts or something right. out of it. So you, you guys can have fun with that. But no, I think that what... <laughs> we're not going to do that, I'm just kidding. Um, I think that one of the things that was so fantastic about it too is that it ends with that really positive message from AJ. It ends with Journey. Yeah. Is there a more positive song? Don't stop believing. Right. Is that a message to the audience? Are we saying there is still hope here? Yep. You know, don't stop believing. And then, you know, obviously the cutoff is just devastating. The the, the
0: bell rings, he looks up, fade, you know, cut, not fade, cut to black. Cut,
1: cut. I mean, I remember... People thinking that their TVs went out. Yeah. Because this was cable, of course. <laughs> that the t- that, uh, and then, you know, because at the time the HBO yep. kind of fade to static was their thing. Yep. And so it, it, it cut to black and then the, the HBO static came on. And there are definitely people I know who, who ran to their TV and checked the cable.
0: Right. So the inevitable question what do you make of it? What do you think happens after the fade to black? Because that's what, that's what everybody everybody you know, yeah. everyone has their theories and all stuff like that. Do you believe the members-only jacket man came out and shot him at that point? Do you believe, you know, like what, what, what do you think happens?
1: I mean, I think it doesn't matter, right, right first of all. I, I majored in English lit. Like it doesn't, <laughs> the author's intentions don't always matter. You know, like yep. I, I don't think it matters what happens at the end. That said, I don't think he was shot. I don't yeah. think that the cut to black was death. I think the cut to black was, we're done with this part of the story.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I think my whole thing, like, I don't, I don't prescribe, like, people told me, like, no way, the members only jacket guy came out and shot him. Like, cool. That's what you think. Right. You know, like, and, 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 you know, like me, I don't know what happened. It cut to black. Right, you know, like, and I, I'm okay it, with that. And I'm okay with that. Is that the whole the whole purpose of this show? and We talked about this finales, is, is with, with series finales, is that you either have the series finale be the, the tell you the end, and six this feet is the under. end of the story. Right. Exactly, six everybody feet under, dies. Exactly. Or which I feel like the Sopranos represented even before the series finale, and the joke I made earlier about the Russian in the woods was that. The window just closed. Yeah, the, do- it's just the door a slice for you just shut. Yeah, their life continued on. Car- you know, Carmela's doing her her real estate thing, and Anthony's gonna work in the movies, and she's good. Gonna- and Mano's gonna become a lawyer, and maybe Tony gets shot, maybe he gets indicted. Right, it's just a
1: chapter. It's just a chapter that, a chapter that cl- we're no
0: longer privy to. Exactly. That's that's kind of my that's my take on it. Um, but the more important question is, what did your date think of it? What was <laughs> what was his interpretation of it?
1: <laughs> Um, I don't know if this says anything about that relationship and where it went or where it was going, but I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
1: I don't at all remember. (laughs) My looking back now, my guess is he would have thought that he was shot.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, now a lot of people look to David Chase to find for the answer because he's the creator and he's the writer. He
1: does not like giving answers. He does not like
0: giving answers. And in a November 2008 interview with Entertainment Weekly, he said, "There's more than one way of looking at the ending. That's all I'll say." And I'm he, pretty sure he's remained tight-lipped since then.
1: Yeah, he's he's um, he's an oracle. He's yeah. he's a mystery. He's a sphinx. He's not giving away anything. <laughs> and I don't think he has uh, for the 20th anniversary either. No,
0: and I don't think he will. Because and honestly, I don't want to know. You know, like so much of our, you know, the generation now and the media criticism. Explain
1: it, explain it, explain it. Tell
0: me what everything means. Tell me all this sort of stuff. Plot holes and all this crap. No, just let it be. And that's what goes back to the Russian in the woods and stuff like that. Life is full of stuff you never find out about why it happened. Right. Right? People say stuff to you and do stuff. You have an argument with somebody. You never talk to someone again. You never know why. You don't know what happened. You know, like, we don't always get resolution. And I think that's okay. And that's part of storytelling. And that's part I mean, of life. it's part of art. Yeah, exactly. Part of art
1: is that it's not all explained to you. Part of comedy is that it's not all explained to you. Part of drama, part of life, it's not all explained to you. And I agree. It's like 10 things you didn't know about. Like, you'll never believe number four. Like, just shut up. Shut up, everybody. Just enjoy it for
0: what it is. Enjoy it for an an expertly crafted finale episode, an amazing scene. And
1: how did it make you feel? (laughs) Exactly. Like, I was sweating. I had goosebumps. Like, that is worth something to me way more than knowing the answer. Right. Way more than knowing
0: me. And answer. I just remember so many people being pissed off and dissatisfied with so this.
1: And I look, I understand that compulsion because, like you said, there are so many unexplained things in life. Maybe in your entertainment, you just want it to be simple and you right. want everything to be explained to you. This is why, you know, I watch Mary Kondo on Netflix instead of the numerous other shows. Instead of Breaking Bad, <laughs> right? Uh, right? Yeah. Because, because sometimes I just want things to be simple and easy to understand and open and shut. And right. I don't want more mystery because there's already so much mystery. That said, I think this was expertly, expertly, expertly yeah. done.
0: Well crafted. Absolutely. Just really perfect television. Deserves a high ranking on the best finales of all time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Rest in peace, James gale Yes. Very sad. He was great. I was once on a flight with him.
1: Oh, yeah? Could you hear him breathing?
0: You could. So, okay, I'll, I'll quick, quick aside. Um, it was a flight from Orlando to, to LaGuardia, and he was in first class, and I was in the first row just beyond first class. Behind so I could see the curtain. Him. No, but I could see him, and I saw i like, who, oh, James? He's on the flight, whatever. We got off the plane, and we lay land- I think we were delayed, of course, whatever, but it's like Sunday night, like 11 o'clock, and he's with two other guys. They had golf clubs. It was like that, yeah. And we got off the plane, and... You know me. What do I want to do as soon as the plane lands? Leave. Get off the plane. So I had actually had my stuff together, and I was off the plane before him and his friends. They were still getting their stuff down. And I exited the gate, and then I made a left turn. And unbeknownst to me, James Gandolfini and his two golfing friends followed me, thinking I knew the way. And I quickly realized that I was going the wrong direction. And so I turned around, (laughs) and now I'm facing James Gandolfini. And I go, baggage claims the other direction. (laughs) And he did the thing that he does on The Sopranos, where he kind of inhaled, exhaled, he kind and of like nodded, hushed, yeah. and huffed and nodded, and then turned around and and like nodded to me, and then we just kept on walking. So good. So, yeah, so, so and you good. could hear the, the through the nose breathing, yeah. which, which was great. Yeah. Legendary.
1: Legendary. A legend. Yeah. So
0: Sopranos definitely deserves all the all the acclaim, um, and it's 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 become the finale that gets I feel like gets uh, measured against.
1: Oh yeah, it's yeah. the name check. Series finale yeah. for
0: sure. So, so now that said,
1: would you go back and watch Soprano the *Sopranos* from the very beginning? Well,
0: I already did. Would you?
1: You've watched it again from the beginning? No, I
0: haven't. But I watched the whole thing when it was on. I know,
1: but would you watch it again from the beginning? Uh I mean, yeah, maybe. Six seasons. There's a
0: lot. There's lots to do. I have the DVDs somewhere. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah, I mean, I, I would. I would. I'd definitely revisit. It was. It was. I love. I mean, it had everyone. I mean, it had it had you know Gandolfini, Michael Imperioli, it had um, um, uh, Ralphie. Uh, what oh, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm I'm blanking on on the actor's name, but uh, who I love, Ralphie Cifaretto on the show. But uh, it, it, Steve Buscemi was on it. Yeah, you know, like,
1: it was just was that Vinny from Doogie Hauser? Is that who you're thinking? No, Vin,
0: Vinny from Doogie Hauser was on it. But, yeah, um, Joe Pantoliano. That's who I'm oh. talking about. Joey Pants was great. Yeah. Oh so. well, yeah. Yeah. So. Who was
1: in? My favorite movie.
0: What's your favorite movie? Oh, Dirty Dancing?
1: No. First of all.
0: What's your favorite movie? What
1: role would I don't know play, <laughs> I don't play in Dirty dancing?
0: <laughs> What's your favorite oh the fugitive? Yes. Yes, of course, Joey Vance and the Fugitive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good cue as going to wrap it up. Stop now. <laughs> so that's gonna wrap it up for The Sopranos <laughs> on episode 16, the finale. Um, as we said in the top of the show, uh, we have two updates for you. First off, oh, yeah, quick update. Our uh, audience survey, episode 15 after Newhart, we asked you the audience to go to Facebook and vote. We said friends or Seinfeld, and it was overwhelmingly victorious for Seinfeld.
1: Overwhelming. I think
0: it was like 85% of the vote went to yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah,
1: it was. You guys were pretty clear
0: on that. Yeah. So episode 20. We will be doing Seinfeld, so that's something you can look forward to. We really, we're going to need to really dissect that one. So.
1: Yeah, or yeah. the other 15% of you cannot look forward to it. Yeah,
0: just wait. We'll, we'll get the friends. Did I'm I sure. do the math right yeah, now? Yeah, you did. Then? Yeah, that was good. Oh, good job. Good. Thank good job. Goodness. Um So, the other note is a quick programming note. You might have noticed it's been a couple of weeks since Newhart came out, and Newhart came out a couple of weeks after the last episode. We are moving to a bi weekly schedule. Uh, yeah. We've had some changes in our life, um, good changes for the positive. Two little changes. We um, had babies. <laughs> so our life is a little busier now or crazier or whatever. But we are dedicated to keep the finale going. So every two weeks, you'll have a new episode.
1: Two babies, two weeks. There you go.
0: Good good, good rhyme. Good Or good...
1: Uh, That's not... We're also overtired.
0: Very overtired. So...
1: I mean, here's to Joey Pants in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I would love to see that. But until then... Follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and Facebook at Finale Podcast. You can find all our episodes back, future, first, and last at finalepodcast.com.
0: This Sopranos episode also started, kind of kickstarted the mid 2000s resurgence of Journey. Oh. Because like a year or two later, Glee came out and they did Don't Stop Believing. Like, I remember this. Journey had something to do with that. No, well, I mean, aside from just existing. Well, because then they got the other singer yeah, from Thailand. Yeah, they got there sing- Yeah, there was there a was, like, like, uh, 2007 to 2010 was like, jur- like you couldn't get away from Journey. So,
1: you can now, though. You
0: can. We, 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 the society moves on. Such but is life. Don't stop believing. Shotgun shine, my body. Don't a blue moon in your eyes.